Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Abby. Happy start of the new week. Or end of the week. Or end of the week. Start of the week for start us. Start of the week for us. I see where you're going with We that. are recording on MLK Day. We are. The great day of our great Martin Luther wonderful King day. Jr. Have you... I think it was on trinity's instagram maybe yes. <laughs> like greatest tweet of all time <laughs> was like we miss you so much or something <laughs> no i've enjoyed our friend trinity's mlk day content me it's too it's been been fun to keep the instagram stories refreshed yeah anytime i felt a little bit down today i'll just what has trinity what's posted? Trin been up to so thank you for the entertainment trend Yes, but if you're listening, you're listening probably on Thursday or sometime during the weekend. You are, and I hope you've had a great week. Yes, and you're also halfway through the first month of the year. January feels as if there are no specific time constraints. There, Time doesn't exist at all. It's just an ever-moving motion that we are flowing through. It feels like a fever dream in a way. It does feel like a fever dream. That's a great way to put it. Which we talked about it last week that people don't really take things seriously until after MLK Day. Today is the day where things start to happen. So I guess we'll have to see next week when we get back if things have picked up a little bit. We'll see. I am simultaneously hoping they do and they don't. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But what has happened with you over the past week? You know, you know what I've been doing. I know you've been doing, but the people need to know. <laughs> I, I got to tell the, the edge people. of their seat. They need to know. If you don't keep up with us on social media, which if you don't follow us, this is my plug to say. I'm pretty upset that you don't. Follow us. Follow <laughs> both of us. We have been keeping up with all of the Miss America. I don't want to call it shenanigans, but it's been a crazy Events. week. This Events. is our Super Bowl. It is our Super Bowl. I'm Super happy. Bowl Sunday really does happen for us. Yeah, just no. Just a few weeks early. <laughs> it's crazy also because I'm happy that this is the first year that girls finally stopped doing that. You have more of a chance to have a woman or a son compete a, in the Super Bowl than go to Miss America. Compete on the Miss America stage. Yeah, I saw it twice. You but, did. But a lot less than I have in the past. It's just such a random stat. I think I saw Avery Bishop, the girl who was Miss Texas, last year. She posted on her Instagram story questioning why do people post that? Who decided that was a fact? And where is the where are the, <laughs> Show the me citations? The where are the citations? It's a tired fact to me. It is. I'm tired of seeing it. It's not fun for anyone to see anymore. We know it's coming. Let's move on. Yeah. And so speaking of moving on, let me talk about the actual week. Yeah. My wonderful grandmother decided she wanted to buy the bundle so that I could watch all of the Miss America action all week. And this is the first year that both the teen and the Miss pageant happened at the same time. So every night I had something to watch. We had the preliminaries. We had Miss America's Got Talent. I personally enjoyed that. It was 100 talents back to back. (laughs) And I watched all All 100. (laughs) She sat on her couch for six hours? I think so. Yeah. And I, I decided on at the end of my work day, was just getting things done, cleaned my apartment, made a whole meal. I just had Miss America basically on in the background all week. That's so crazy. So I feel like next week is going to be difficult because I'm going to have to find a new source of entertainment. I, I should just be reading and working on my own pageant journey. So, But, you know, it was something fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. And we 
have a new Miss America, Miss America's teen. And Mm -hmm. it's very historical as well for Miss America to have our first active duty military. Very cool. Member Mm -hmm. as Miss America, Miss Colorado. And her talent was about flying planes. She's in the Air Force. And so I, I think it's really cool. It's a new... Add a little spice to Miss America organization, and we like representation, and especially when it comes to our military, we have a new partnership with the USO, and so I think it'll be a really interesting year for her. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I'm excited to see the trajectory of her journey, especially because we've never had someone with her journey in those shoes before. So I'm interested to see how that plays hand in hand. I really enjoyed watching her on stage. I thought she was fantastic, honestly. I mean, so consistent. She knew what she was saying. She said Mm -hmm. it so confidently. She was so poised, but also so personable. I'm a fan, and I I thought she looked beautiful in her gown. Very well-rounded. Our Miss New York did a great job as well. She did a great job. So proud of her. It was so exciting seeing her compete on the final night of Miss America. She was the last one called in the top 11. I was really nervous. (laughs) I've never been more nervous in my life, actually. Actually, that's a lie. (laughs) I've been more nervous for myself, but for someone else, it it was tough. It was tough. The way that the room I was in erupted when they said, if you can make it here... And the crowd erupted, too. Yeah. I feel like you could hear people in the crowd at Miss America going crazy. It was really cool. I, I cool. do like how the, com- I don't want to call them commentators, the, what would they be called? The hosts. The MCs. The MCs. MCs. They would have a little phrase before every girl, mm-hmm. except for Rhode Island, because they had no idea what to say about her. They had nothing to All say. All they had to say was, coming from the smallest state. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> easy. It was an easy one. They just said... Um, Miss Rhode Island, Island. <laughs> where when they once they hit the if you can make it there, I said, Oh, that's New go. York. Here we go, here we go. Which for exciting. you, your Miss Kentucky had already made it, yeah. And I was sitting there thinking between my home state of Alabama and New York, of course. And so I was like, Either say sweet home mm-hmm. Alabama or say something about Empire State of Mind, yeah. So, I mean, I think we had a a great week, though, with our girls. Totally. It was really fun to see. And I think it's also, it just gets more fun each year for us because we know more and more people competing every year. Our friends. Our friends are competing. So it feels like we really have a stake in the competition. Yeah. We got a dog in the fight. And Sydney, too. I know Sydney. Sydney, yeah. Sydney Huggelson, she's Miss North Dakota. I know she's listened to this podcast. Mm -hmm. She's promoted it on her personal and pageant page, too. And she is one of my sorority sisters. I prepped her. <laughs> uh, she was my rush crush. Uh, and she did an incredible job as well. So Taylor Blatchford, she went to the University of Alabama, too. She was mm-hmm. Miss Nevada. So it just felt like I know you know a ton of people as well. Yeah. It just every, The older we get, the more people we know that are going for their dream job. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very cool. So that was a fun, a fun little way to spend the week. Yeah, it was that and just getting into work and... Also not working, but working. And on the grind. On the grind and reading and planning and trying to get my life together, which is together, but want to get it a little bit more together. Isn't that the name of the game? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're like very put together women, but I feel like our ambition always tells us, but there's more. <laughs> there's more. Keep working. Always more. Never stop, never stopping. Never stop, never stopping. Pop star. Pop star. We'll have to watch it. Yeah, we still my need to watch movie. that. Okay, 
Tell the people what have you been up to. I feel like you've done a lot more than me. I've just been glued in to Miss America. You've been glued in. I So I went to Cafe Chelsea on Wednesday with Alexa. I've been wanting to go to Cafe Chelsea for a while. It's just one of those places in New York that was hyped up on TikTok. And then it was like you couldn't get a reservation. And so finally got a reservation, which I was really excited about. And it was also kind of like a celebratory, yay, Alexa's joining the workforce dinner. Yes, tomorrow's Alexa's first day working. It is. She'll she'll have to join us at some point. She's working at my my company. (laughs) She's a co-worker of Caitlin's. She'll be upstairs. Um, So that was fun. I will say I thought it was good, but I've had better. And, okay. it, and it was one I loved the environment, the atmosphere, 10 out of 10. Great date spot if your date can get a reservation. Like if someone took me there, I'd be very impressed. Mm-hmm. But while it was good, it wasn't great. I had a lemon spaghetti, which totally at my alley. It was just, okay. I don't know, didn't really seal the deal for me. However, they have a chocolate souffle that they're famous for. And you've got to let them know that you want it at, like right when you sit down because it takes so long for them to make. Okay. And so we were like, we're here. It's hard to get a reservation. We might as well do it. And it's for we're sure. celebrating. So we did. And that was fantastic. Big, big fan of that. But anyway, so we're sitting at dinner and we're talking about dating. And Alexa was saying how she kind of maybe wants to start going on dates, getting involved in the dating world. Getting involved. <laughs> getting involved. Dipping her toe in the water. Yeah. And it's one of those things like a lot of young people are on dating apps, especially in big cities, because that's modern dating. That's just how we meet each other. It's the name of the game. And so she decided to join Hinge. Wow. That's week. a huge step for her. It was a huge step. So we were giggling about it all dinner. And then we got home and naturally put it on the TV. You love it. You got an airplay. You love an airplay dating app. I love. It's my favorite game. It's just, my favorite just game. don't airplay. Um, with Raya. Raya. <laughs> that was so funny. If you put Raya on any type of screen share, they will report you. They will report you. So don't do it. I don't have Raya anymore, though. So Neither do I. It's just expensive. I, it's expensive and people match and then don't ever say anything. Yeah. So it's... Like, it really is point? just a... I feel like going on there just helps you boost your ego a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I think it does a good job of that. Because I think Hinge has not as attractive people. Mm-hmm. Not that they're not attractive. There's some really attractive people on there, but it's... But Raya is so curated. Yeah. That you're you're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in this level. I feel elite. Even though no one ever talks <laughs> to you. You think you are elite. But you're there and they're seeing you. They see you. They see you. They may not like you, but they see you. They see you. They may not hear you, but they see you. <laughs> so it's... Anyways, that was just really silly and fun. So good luck, Alexa, in the dating world. Um, and then I found a new favorite restaurant last week with my friends Emily and Catherine on the Lower East Side. It's in Dime Square to be specific if we're talking neighborhoods. It's called Kiki and it's a Greek restaurant. It was so affordable. All three of us for we got seven dishes. I just want you to guess how much each of us paid. Seven dishes? Yep. Each of you paid or the total bill? Each of us paid. Eighteen dollars. Really close, twenty. Okay. But that's awesome, right? Oh yeah, that's a really good deal. It was and it was so good, very authentic. It felt like you were 
in a small local restaurant on the Lower East Side for sure, though. Like everyone was packed in. The wait was crazy and it was just a random Wednesday night at 6 p.m. But it was so worth it and so good. So if you're in the mood for Greek food, hop on down to Dime Square. Make my way downtown. Yeah. And then lastly, the other thing that I did, of course, was watch Miss America and keep up with that, which we've definitely dived into quite a bit. I don't think I realized how big of a Miss America fanatic I am. (laughs) <laughs> and so I was actually with Lauren because I'm a, I forgot to mention I'd watch the final pageant with my friend Lauren, who we met through competing in Miss mm-hmm. New York. I'll never stop saying she was Miss Central Park. I, love I that think fact that is her. the coolest, oddest, but coolest title to have. Mm-hmm. But she cooked me a really wonderful meal. And I started giving commentary on every single girl. And she said, how do you know so much? I said, I've seen them. I followed them. I know them. I've been keeping up with their journey for months. Some of them follow me. I said, I'm invested. Invested. I watched half of these girls win their state pageants. Yeah. And I feel like it also was a really good bonding experience for me and my mom. Because my mom is very deep into this world just as much as I am. And all of her friends were just like, Pam, you're every night just glued in to the Pam is busy. If you need Pam, don't. <laughs> this whole week, I said, if you needed any of us after working hours, just Sorry, don't. not available. But that sounds like a fun week. Yeah, it was a week for sure. It, it was a there week. There have been more fun weeks. There have been less fun weeks. It was a solid week. It was a solid week. A week in the life. Week in the life? Week in the life in New York City. Love it. Love it. Okay. Are we ready for the Uptown up Roundup? Up. Yeah. So... What I need to talk about first is Ariana Grande making her return to the music scene with an incredible single, if I do say so myself, called Yes And. And um, I am not a huge Ariana Grande fan. I like her. I enjoy working out to her music. Good, upbeat, motivating, go women type of a vibe, which I enjoy when I'm working out. But this one is like dance pop. Vogue type of vibe and I was not expecting it and I must say I really welcomed it that's a combination yeah congrats to Ariana Grande for putting something new on the scene her music video is very interesting as well she dances I've never seen her dance before she was a musical theater kid though yes and she got her start on the Broadway yes before hitting Victoria's yes so anyways I just needed the world to know that if they hadn't known it yet okay stream yes and i will (laughs) yeah (laughs) i haven't i haven't listened to it but i'm excited also is wicked still happening it is they are resuming filming very soon i believe i mean it's such a big production i don't think it was one of those things that they could immediately hop back into filming because it's quite a wild ride over there it seems very true and that whole cast is just consistently booked very true and uh, it's gonna be hard to get them all together yeah but it's happening i'm excited can't wait to see it i don't think anything will probably beat the stage version it's just it's one of those things it's sometimes it's hard to turn things into a movie musical Uh, as we'll get to a little bit later yeah and then just another thing i wanted to say is that i'm excited about white lotus coming back and they're starting filming in a couple weeks in thailand which I think will be fantastic. I'm excited to see the story there. And then I'm trying to think of the character's name. Belinda is returning from season one. Did you watch it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
she's returning from season one and i loved her in season one she was the spa manager for anyone that needs a refresher yes and got totally played by tanya so this is a redemption arc i'm feeling i'm excited for her me too white lotus wow i'm gonna have to download hbo max again well you can just log into mine okay sounds great yeah we still haven't <laughs> set up your netflix i know we'll we'll do we'll, that we'll call that a trade yeah <laughs> okay that that's all your pop culture that's all i've got i guess i'll add on to your point about musicals and movies people have given mean girls Ugh. some some really tough reviews for some reason my for you page is just filled constantly with people being disappointed with everything from the adaptations of the songs from Broadway to the, to the movie. Which is mind-blowing. Yeah. The key changes of the songs to things like product placement. Uh. Like, there's this whole thing over the fact that Elf is one of their brands that they're partnering with with the movie. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, would Regina George use Elf? She'd be on her Chanel... It's like, how does she wear designer and then go home and use Elf? So there's a lot of products that don't necessarily match the vibe of the characters. And there's just, most people don't like it. Also, a lot of people didn't even know it was a musical. I knew it was a musical. Of course. But they, same thing with Wonka. There's like, (laughs) I was about to say, (laughs) there's this, this thing right now in the movie industry where I feel like they advertise a movie as just like a normal narrative and then you show up to the theater and then you realize you're getting songs. Like, we didn't know Timmy was singing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love musicals. So I do too. Anytime a Obviously. movie's a musical, yes, for sure. <laughs> anytime the movie is surprisingly musical, I'm pretty pumped for it. Yeah, I'm never mad about it. But Execution I Execution is huge. Yes, but I understand someone not expecting a musical getting there, realizing that not only is it a musical, but it's kind of a poorly executed musical. I still haven't seen the movie, but it's my goal to see it before the end of the month. I haven't seen it either. We can go together. That or I'll, I mean, I could just wait till it goes on. I've been really big about that recently, I will say. Like, I never watched Oppenheimer because it was one of those things for me where I was like, I could go sit in the movie theater for over three hours and pay $40. Or we can wait a few months. Or we can wait a few months and be able to get up and have breaks and not pay $40. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have your own popcorn. And- yeah. A poppy and chill. I got that anyway. (laughs) Get get what you need. Yeah. So that's my thought on Mean Girls. I'll I'll continue to keep you all updated. Probably not. I feel like it's it's actually just (laughs) doesn't it doesn't need to be discussed. Probably (laughs) after this week. And then the last thing is, you know how I feel about Netflix reality TV shows. You love a Netflix reality TV show. Anytime I see an advertisement for one of those, I don't even bring it up to you because I know that you're already, <laughs> you know already watching it. it. You know I've already seen yeah. it. I'm already up to date on the trust. Yeah. So there's That's a- what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is so on brand for me. I'm I'm so easily readable or predictable. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct way to say it. But The Trust is Netflix's newest show. And you're liking it? I am. It's very interesting. It's a game where I'm not, I think it's 10 people and they're in a really nice house in probably another country. Mm. And they have this $250,000 trust that they have. Yes. And they can choose to not vote off anybody and they can all split it. Or they can vote people off week by week. 
Survivor so style? Um, well, no, it's you. only one person. It's so complicated. So each person every week, they have to say if they want to vote someone out of the trust or not. And whoever gets the most amount of votes goes home. But if nobody votes, no one goes home. Oh. So if only one person votes, whoever that person voted for gets kicked out. Ooh. But if two people vote and they vote for different people, it cancels out. That's crazy. Okay, I'm getting your login after we do this because now I I, I need a new show because I just wrapped Project and it's Runway. Like really easy. It's not like I had work. I was doing work and had it on in the background. It wasn't I like that. too consuming for me. But they do different challenges where they learn more about each other. Also, there's one person there that's already a millionaire. And so you've got people who are very like self-made or struggle financially. And then you have some people that are more financially savvy or work in these really these careers where they have huge salaries. Do they hide these things from each other? They all reveal it whenever they want. Okay, so the producers know mm-hmm. that these people like are already self-made, have have millions. Yes, so, okay. but they like one of the first games was somebody is a millionaire here, so they knew someone was a millionaire, Ooh. and they have to figure out who it is. I like that. Crazy. I, like that. I know. So that's that's my reality TV show. Abby will probably be caught up by the time we talk next week. Yeah, for sure. But it's good. Especially, I mean, I can still do Netflix on my phone for some reason. So I that might be my like podcast choice <laughs> tomorrow at work. The trust. So the that's trust. my uptown roundup. I love it. What's your glamour and grip? So my glamour is that I'm feeling awesome. And what I mean by this wow. is that my body feels better than it has in a really long time. And I think it's because I'm finally adjusting to the 75 hard life. I am mm-hmm. not experiencing bloat. Like last night I ate spaghetti and didn't bloat at all. Whereas normally I would feel pregnant after I did that. Oh. I Yeah, <laughs> I've always just bloated really easily, which is just not a good feeling. And it just makes you feel ill anyways. Mm-hmm. But... I'm taking in a lot more water, which I stay pretty hydrated anyways because I'm obsessed with my water bottle, but I'm taking in more water. I'm more active than I was eating pretty clean, I would say. I think that when you're working out more than normal, your body craves more nutrients than it was before. So I'm putting that into my body and my sleep is so much better. I'm just feeling really good. So that's that's my glamour. So uh, thank you to the new year for motivating that, I guess. And then my grit is that my air conditioner is really not my friend right now. And Caitlin and I were talking about this before because she was like, you run your AC in the winter. And yes, I do (laughs) because I get so hot in the night. And my apartment is above the radiator for our whole entire building. So our floor is like the hottest floor in the building. And I have a small room. So the heat just really gets trapped in my room. So yes, I sleep with the AC on. But it decided to not combust, but have um, a moment where a ton of black, I guess I could describe it as soot, flew out of the AC onto my white bed and onto the white rug that is under the AC and also it's just all over that area of my room and if I clean it sorry it's coming back in about 30 minutes it's just constantly blowing out 
when they, I haven't turned the AC on since that happened. I obviously turned it off immediately. And then also foam is coming out that was, I guess, shoved into the wall under the AC. And now the outside air is rapidly blowing into my room at a crazy rate. So good news is I won't have to turn on my AC tonight. Bad news <laughs> is that something's gotta gotta be fixed there. If this doesn't sound like New York, I don't know what is. Yeah, the worst part of it was that I had to take off my duvet cover and wash my duvet and then put my Which duvet back on. It's such a struggle. It's one of my least favorite things. I wash my duvet like four times a year because I just can't it's hard. do it. Yeah. But, well, I, but I did it. I'm sorry. I think the heat would have been an oasis for me, but I understand yeah, that. Yeah, you would have loved it. I am a rare breed that loves to be sweating yeah, at all like times. Yeah, you're like a <laughs> wow <laughs> i'll never get that picture out of my head now you could lay on a hot rock all day i could in the sun that's i love going to the beach yeah just being able to be in the sun Roasting. all day long yeah that's my ideal day that's your vibe but Sweating. how about you what's what, what's your glamour and grit my glamour and grit is work mm. um at the beginning of Last week, I got praised for being a great employee and given a gift from our NIL department, which That's is like our college news. and high school athletics department, for being so helpful. And I said, yay, I'm a good employee. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, Star Caitlin. <laughs> and then at the end of the week, I misread an email and... Oh, no. I, I didn't understand the brief fully. Mind you, the meeting, this is a recruitment meeting with a WNBA player on mm -hmm. Wednesday. This upcoming Wednesday. So for the people listening, this past Wednesday. And I just misread the brief. But for the most part, it was like text changes that needed to be done. But the actual deck was there. And so overnight, I made all these changes. And it was my boss's birthday, so I didn't have her proof it. And there were just some spelling mistakes. Like the fact the Under Armour spelled different than the regular armor, so it autocorrected. And Skechers does not get spelled the way Skechers looks. And there were just little things. One of the people's names on there, it was like a CH instead of a CK. And it was just stuff like that. And I got, I'd sent it back and I was like, oh yeah, I can make these updates. Like I was frustrated with myself for missing it and not having a close attention to detail. But I said, you know, like this meeting's not till Wednesday, so hopefully they don't lose their minds. And they did. They lost their minds. Oh. They called my boss on her birthday and she called me and was like, what's going on? <laughs> said, I just messed up some spelling things. It happens to the best of us. And she said, well, they're worried because it's so time sensitive. I said, I know it's a holiday weekend, but I'm available all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can make these changes and I apologize because I was already planning on apologizing when we got back in the office for just not, you know, being as clean with it. But sure. I think it was just watching somebody freak the freak out over that, which I'm like, it's fair. Our decks are really important. The type of people we're working with are high caliber and mistakes aren't really supposed to be made. But I think if anything, in all of that, I was so, so upset that I had made a mistake and then I had therapy and my therapist remind me that I'm still in a period where I should be learning. This was a learning lesson. Mm. And I think oftentimes, especially in the workplace, 
being younger we're kind of in that like fake it till you make it type headspace that i can do anything we can do anything i can take on anything i can do anything i have to like have it together at all times and that inevitably there are going to be dates where i make a mistake someone gets mad about it i have to deal with the consequences because i'm young in my career and i'm gonna do that right so i think the first part of the day i was really emotional and upset more so because I didn't want my boss's birthday to be disturbed by the situation. Sounds like she had a wonderful day regardless. Oh, she did. She enjoyed her yoga and hung yeah. out with her friends and went to dinner with her her kid that night and her husband. Um, so she still had a great day. But in the moment, it felt like the most embarrassing thing to have to have her take a call on a day that she'd taken off. And then later in the day after processing, I was like, I have to give myself grace and I think it's a wonderful thing that I take things so seriously because that attention to detail and actually caring about the work is what got me the job in the first place. Mm -hmm. But it also is something I have to give myself grace that I'm 24 years old. I'm in an industry that I'm still learning. There are things I'm not going to catch. Best believe I'm going to double check every apparel and shoe brand, double check them over and over again now that it's happened. And that is just a learning lesson. Yeah. So that's... that's glamour and grit together that was i'm glad you brought that up because i think that happens to more of us than we would like to admit sometimes so someone out there definitely needed to hear that today i think you can mess up yeah you can mess up and it's okay people they're gonna forget about it they will they probably already (laughs) forgot about it yeah honestly (laughs) at this point it's not that deep but last thing amazon storefront yeah so we all know i love nut pods creamer for my coffee I love to be a barista in my own home. And so I would like all of you listening to experience the joy of my morning coffee as well. So what I've added to the Amazon storefront today is the Nut Pods Favorites Collection. So what you're going to be getting here is three different flavors, the toasted marshmallow, the vanilla, and the cinnamon swirl wonderful classic flavors delicious can't go wrong they foam up in your coffee beautifully and they just add such a wonderful note that will really start off your day on a on a good note you sound like you're on qvc (laughs) i grew up watching qvc with my grandmother so when i love a product i think i maybe go into qvc mode i could see you doing it you could be a qvc i had i submitted for a qvc host position a couple years ago I don't know. It could be a calling again. I don't think so. But (laughs) (laughs) but if if times are ever tough and I don't know where to go with my life, maybe that's the B plot. Okay. QVC host. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. What are you adding to the storefront? I am adding an extension of a product that I recommended a really long time ago. Mm. I recommended the Hair Grow Co. uh, Hair Growth Oil probably back in September, October. I remember this. And they have a whole line of products. They have shampoos and conditioners and hair masks and all of these things to help strengthen your hair overall and help with the growth a little bit. And so if you are looking for a product that is inexpensive, but focused primarily on reducing shredding, not shredding, shedding, and- (laughs) Definitely don't want hair shreddage. Hair shedding and promoting growth i think i was able to get i went so they have it on amazon but if you go directly to her website there's a lot of discount codes so i was able to get multiple i think shampoos and conditioners and the oil 
for $35. Wow. And the overall package, if I would have paid individually for everything, would have been close to 90 to 100 That's a fantastic deal. So uh, hit me up. Do it. Hair Girl Co. And it's a small business. Yeah, which is also always great. We she love hand su- makes support a small business. products. But um, I believe it's it's time for us to get into the the meat. Yeah, <laughs> I think the it meat. is. <laughs> talk uh, talk about some alcohol. Dry January. I don't know why my head I heard. Uh, buy me a drink. Blame it on the I, 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 oh, <laughs> that's where I went. Oh, <laughs> two different songs, yeah. but same theme, same vibes. But you same ready? Time period. Yeah, let's do it. Drinking. Drinking. Drugs. <laughs> no drugs. <laughs> I feel like I'm in my middle school health class. I don't feel all... like we talked about drinking in middle really? school. They did... should have talked about it. Yeah. Did you all ever, and even in high school, do the drunk goggles experiment? No. Oh my gosh. We had to put on these goggles that distorted our vision and play basketball. <laughs> It's kind of stupid when I say it out loud, but we all stood in a line and we passed these goggles down and had to play basketball wearing these drunk goggles so that we could understand the effects of alcohol on our system. Sounds like Catholic school. And that it was. (laughs) And that it was. That actually is a really good exercise. Yeah. I mean, and everyone looked forward to that day, too. I kind of think we should order some on Amazon. Put it on the Amazon storefront. Okay. Drunk goggles. Drunk goggles. But on a serious note, it's dry January. It's dry January. If you take part, fantastic. If you don't, fantastic. Yeah. But we're going to break it down a little bit. One, the history. Caitlin has some facts to spit. And also kind of wanted to talk about how I feel like as a generation, Gen Z is kind of stepping into the whole healthy lifestyle is the way to go mantra and i've noticed a lot of glamorizing of the mocktail on my Mm -hmm. tiktoks i've seen it on influencers instagram stories and i think it's really cool and kind of exciting to see our generation prioritizing our health in that way so i'm excited to talk about it and i hope everyone finds it interesting yeah i agree it's always been an interesting topic for me because i've always had an interesting relationship with drinking It's never been something that I've been super excited to do. Mm -hmm. And I think going to a school like the University of Alabama that is known as being a party school. I think when we were there, we were the number one party school in the country. I believe so. I remember that statistic. It was quite a day when it came out. Rocked the university's core. (laughs) I believe the party was had. Um, a party was had, <laughs> but yeah, I think going to school with such an emphasis on drinking culture and then moving to a city like New York, where as we'll get into a little bit later, it feels like every activity, whether it's just meeting up with friends or going on a date, or if someone comes in town that it either revolves around, Oh, let's just grab drinks quickly. Like let's grab a quick drink or it's a, oh, let's have like a nice drink with our dinner. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's an interesting thing to see how drinking is just embedded into everything that we do. And it becomes almost like a social handicap in a way Mm -hmm. that you don't know how to have a conversation with other people or feel comfortable without it in your hand. Right. It kind of serves as a defense mechanism in a way. It does. Absolutely. Which is such a hindrance, I think, to one, our confidence in social settings and the way that we carry ourselves because it's kind of crazy to think that a lot of us don't feel as if we can be standing alone in a social setting unless we have something in our hand. Yeah. Even if it's water. Even if it's water. Just to have something to do, to sip on a drink. It's giving you something to do where you look like you're doing something important and you don't feel so alone because you've got this thing in your hand. I agree. It's tough. And I think that when Abby and I were thinking about what we wanted to talk about this week, we were you know, we're in the middle of doing some planning. We did our poll on the Instagram story. And so if you missed the poll, we just asked some questions about feedback on the podcast, whether it be length, topics, things that you wish you heard more of. Mm-hmm. And so if you missed the poll, know that you can always DM us and or text us if you have our number and let us know if you have any feedback on the podcast. But while we're in the middle of fleshing out those ideas, it's like, let's think of something really unique to talk about this week. And I found that a lot of people this year are doing dry January without trying. I've done dry January (laughs) successfully. I said, I think I was at dinner with one of my friend's parents and she said, oh, do you want a glass of wine? And I said, I mean, at this point, I'm kind of committed to the bit. So I'm I'm okay. I'm just going to keep dry January. And who knows? It might be a dry 2024 the way it's going. Wow. We'll see. A brave soldier marching into battle. So brave. So brave. courageous. Courageous. But I know you're also not drinking too because of 75 hard. Right. And it wasn't so much of a I'm doing dry January. Dry January. Dry January. Dry January thing. It was more <laughs> so this is the rules of the challenge. Yeah. You know. But I like I said in my glamour and grit, my body is feeling so good. And I would like to say that not having any alcohol in my system is definitely contributing to my overall health in such a positive way. Yeah. And I guess this would be a good spot for me to throw in some of my history data and statistics. I got too excited and I started (laughs) searching the internet and within only about 15 minutes of searching, I found some little tidbits that maybe you might enjoy. So I was wondering when, where did dry January come from? It actually originated from world war two. During the during the war, they were trying to save some money. And so they they realized from the jump that drinking is expensive, which is a reason why you shouldn't drink all the time. Absolutely. Aside from health, especially being young and having to budget and living in an expensive place, cutting that out of money that's coming out of my checking account when I go out to eat or when I'm hanging out with friends. It's like a total game changer. Yeah. When there's alternatives that are cheaper Mm -hmm. and better for you yep so they started dry january in world war ii and it didn't become a official thing really within culture until 2013 when the uk did a public health campaign around dry january to encourage people to stop drinking at the beginning of the year because in the midst of people of course having new year's resolutions it's a good way to start off the year and create healthy habits that follow you for months to come beyond january definitely and of course it started in europe it, of course, it started in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Americans could never. They could never. They could that never. That would never sorry. be an American idea. And so I guess my last bit of things that or the last thing that I wanted to say before we hop into our questions we have for each other. And it, it kind of piggybacks off of what 
Abby was just saying about the benefits and how much better she's feeling having not drank. So just a little bit of research and background. So 71% of people that took part in dry January in 2023 said that they slept better and that they had more energy. And facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. And of that 71%, 58%, so a little bit over half, said that they lost weight. And 54% said they had better skin. So the numbers are there. If you want to be beautiful and glowing this <laughs> year. Be, I just knocked the microphone. I'm sorry <laughs> if you heard that. Um, if you want to look beautiful, lose weight, feel better, sleep better, have more energy. Cut it out. I also want to say, too, before we jump into this, this is not a... We are anti-alcohol. We think you are horrible if you drink. This is just us presenting an alternative opinion because we are two people that are not extreme drinkers. Um, Saying that if you are considering this, there are benefits. If you don't want to stop drinking, maybe just thinking about how much you are consuming and what the negative effects are. So... Again, this is not to antagonize you for drinking, but just to think a little harder. Definitely not. And I feel like I should add on my front, if I weren't doing 75 hard, I most likely would not be doing dry January. Mm -hmm. If I'm being completely honest with myself, I'm just, if I'm taking part in a challenge, I'm going to follow the rules. However, I'd also like to say that if there's a celebration or something going on that requires an extra woohoo, maybe it was a hard work week. I'm going to have a drink. Yeah. I, I don't mind a good little martini. I love a martini. She actually. does. <laughs> Let me just say that I love a martini. But I've um, seen it with my own eyes. She's seen it with her own <laughs> eyes. But not having that martini in my life quite so often has proven to be a good thing. Yeah. So I guess to jump into our first question, I think I kind of hit on it just introing this. But how has your perception of drinking changed throughout the years, especially if you got as you've gotten into your 20s? Well, I think as a young person, one in college and two in a big city where drinking culture is a big uniting thing that people take part in, it's almost one of those things where it's like if you're not doing it, then you're chastised for it. Mm -hmm. Like it's the cool thing to do. Yes. And I've always felt that way. And when I entered college, I was I hadn't. I was not a drinker. I didn't drink in high school. And easing into that culture my freshman year was really hard for me. And I had some really bad moments because not that I wasn't educated on how alcohol could affect us, but I almost felt pressure to take part and go as hard as all these people that I was around. And these people weren't necessarily my friends yet and I was still trying to find my group and I think that also when you're integrating yourself into a new group of people into a new lifestyle into a big life change it's easy to jump on the bandwagon of okay so like if this person wants to meet me for drinks then like I'm gonna do that Mm -hmm. because that's just the thing that we do and I need friends and I want them to be my friend and I don't want to say no. So I'm going to go have a drink with them or I'm going to go on this date. And the only option for a first date ever is only drinking. You can only (laughs) drink. There's nothing else we can do together. Nothing to do. And I think that drinking culture is also so big because we're all nervous young people and Mm -hmm. we want to fit in and drinking can take the edge off and make us feel a little bit more comfortable in a social setting And it's just one big sticky web of 
you got to do this to fit in. Yeah. And I've felt that over the past, like, I don't know. How long was how long ago was I in college? I guess six years. Over the past six years, it's just one of those things that's been an ever constant force mm-hmm. in the lives of a young person. Yeah, I'd agree. I think I there was like some drinking culture when I was in high school, and I always was kind of like the people who are drinking are not the type of people that I think are about the same goals as me. And so I always saw it as people who drank and cussed in high school as like, what is this front you're putting up? Like, is it like this is your peak and you need to do this to feel some way about like cool about yourself? And when I think about the people who partied the hardest in high school, they're the people that really I I feel bad if anyone's listening to this podcast. Probably (laughs) not because you weren't the biggest fan of me probably in high school. But um, I always was just seen as this like super buttoned up and like uptight and like caitlin can't have fun and i'm like i can't have fun i just i just don't need to be obliterated to do that right. and i think that same culture kind of changed a little bit when i got to college because i saw very educated people leaders of like whether it be student government or capstone or whatever i was in miss lucy don't come for me miss lucy is our capstone advisor <laughs> she's like don't put us on the mouth like that um but i would list i mean i would be in these environments especially sorority life like those first few weeks like i can remember just you know getting into my sorority and you know you have date parties and swaps mm-hmm. and you just get thrown into this culture of drink 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 you should have fun this is what college is and I was really lucky to have a good group of friends especially within my sorority that we would all get dressed up go to the swap take our pictures and then stay for like 30 minutes and then leave and go have a movie night so we still felt like we were a part of it and we got to have a good time but we were like, I don't really like these guys staring at us and telling us to, in quote, slap the bag. I was like, <laughs> I was like this, is, this is not really it. But I think about some of the critiques I got towards the end of my college career of things that maybe I wanted to get as a senior leadership roles was that I wasn't social enough. They're like, you weren't at the booth. <laughs> the booth is one of the the bars in Tuscaloosa. They're like, you didn't go to the booth enough and you didn't go to darties enough and people didn't see you at fraternity houses enough and the reason why you can't be in leadership is because you didn't play the social game well and aside from racial issues and things that add different components to greek life at alabama i was like that's not who i am Mm -hmm. i can't be a good leader and not have the same like I, i can't be seen as a good leader just for what i bring to the table i have to have this social finesse as well that i can drink and also be this be this cool girl but then also walk into a room with the president of the university and have great ideas Mm -hmm. so I think it was a tough thing that has also contributed to my self-confidence is like am I cool am I beautiful am I just this smart girl that's polished and it's something that drinking has played a bigger role than I think I even thought it did on my identity and the way I've seen myself and then moving to New York I think it was a little bit easier for me to start saying no to people and people accepting it. But I still run into situations all the time where people are just like, why are you sick? Do you is there a reason why? I'm Mm -hmm. like, I shouldn't have to explain myself. So that was a little long winded. But mine was, too. It's one of those things you kind of got to think back on. 
And then you start unpacking it and you're like, wow, am I traumatized? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tonight, so, my therapist, uh, did you experience childhood trauma? I did. Wow. How did you know? <laughs> so I think we've definitely both felt pressure to drink in social sure. situations. And I I won't lie and say that I don't like drinking in social situations because I do. Yeah. I just think as I've gotten older, I know how to, one, I know my limits. Mm-hmm. Never and I never surpass those limits. And two, I love to dance, and so I know she that does. like if I'm going out with people, then I'm probably gonna have one or two drinks max, so I can dance my booty off and have <laughs> a good time and not feel sick. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, because I love to sweat it out on the dance floor. I witnessed it, and if no one's gonna join me, then that's fine. I'll still do it. She's a dancing queen. And she loves to <laughs> dance. Who loves to dance? Yeah. Um. But I think you were you were starting to speak towards the peer pressure. Yeah. And I think that when you're younger, it's a lot harder to say no. Mm-hmm. Because going back to the it's cool to drink sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, but even now, it can still be hard. Like you've said, when people are like, hello, why aren't you drinking? What's wrong with you? There's nothing yeah. wrong with me. The weirdest peer pressure is when it comes from adults. Well, we're adults, but... Mm-hmm. Like people who are older than us in work settings or social settings like that. That is so, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's like, why do you not want a glass of wine? Do you want to? I'm just like, I'm no. okay. I was telling Caitlin that at my work holiday party, someone was like, you're not going to have a glass of wine. It's free. No, I'm not going to have a glass. It's 3.30 <laughs> p.m. on a Tuesday. Just I got a cycle bar class in two hours. This is the middle of the day, bro. Yeah. It's... It's an interesting concept. I think I don't feel as much pressure in my current job um, as we don't. I feel like we do more like eating outings, more lunch type stuff than after work. But when I was at Warner and our whole entire purpose was as ad sales, having to entertain companies and their ad teams, it was like every lunch, every dinner, every party. It was just drink, drink, drink. Mm-hmm. And I can remember specifically the March Madness party in my first year and I did not want to drink. And I had a bottle I had a bottle of water in my hand and people kept on nagging me. And so I just went up to the bar and got a club soda. So people thought I was drinking something to leave me alone. Which is also crazy. And I'm like, just because it's free doesn't mean that I want to partake. I think people hear free and that's just a consumerism issue for the United States, which is a right. whole nother rabbit hole, an issue that I have. But it's like people see free and they're like, why would you not take something if it's free? And yeah. And sometimes, that, yeah, I don't even have more to say. <laughs> just Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, so yeah. how do you I mean, I guess it's something we're still figuring out. It's like, how do you navigate a work setting when that happens? And you feel as if like you're entertaining a client or a donor or you're at an event and you want to look respectful and mm-hmm. not say no. How how would you handle that situation? That's, I feel like this is a pageant question. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> as Miss New York. How would you <laughs> handle a situation where someone wanted you to drink? <laughs> I think that's a tough line to walk. However, I have noticed in my specific line of work, it's very respected when you stand your ground and and state your point of view and what you believe in and then respectfully decline. I've never witnessed anyone argue mm-hmm. in the opposite direction and have heard the same from my colleagues. Yeah. So I don't know. And honestly, oftentimes, like, for example, speaking with a donor, it's always 
not always, but almost always an elderly person. And yeah. it's admirable to, to, not, yeah. to not, you know. And also it is normally like a lunch situation, a lunch or a coffee situation. There are f- a few people that like to be wooed, but I feel like also when you're dealing with a charity, quote unquote, it looks better to not wine and dine someone because you're asking for money. So if you're asking True. for money and you're spending hundreds of dollars on a nice meal and drinks, mm-hmm. it's not a good look. Yeah. That's that's a good point. You are in the fundraising world. This is true. I think I get hard, get hit harder because I'm in entertainment. Definitely. And it's all about entertaining each other so that you have leverage. Mm-hmm. You make your friends. You have your buddies over here. Like in ad sales specifically, it was like, I have my friends over at Coke. You have your friends at GM. Like, and you like make those connections and your friends from going out or getting them tickets to stuff mm-hmm. and. It's actually the industry is so much about you coming off as cool as possible because you want to be the coolest agency, have the coolest clients, have the coolest space, like ad space. And I think because so much of it is about your personality and because drinking culture still is so big that everyone's just trying to out cool each other. Out cool. But I think also there's a level of even if people may have given me a little bit of pushback or questioned me, mm-hmm. I think people deep down respect you. Absolutely. For standing your ground. They may not ever say it, but in the back of their head, they're like, I really respect that girl for doing what she needs to do. Definitely. And also, I don't think anyone could ever argue that it is an elite feeling when you wake up the next day after going out or going to an event and you feel like you could take on the world. You wake up, you can get your day started and it's just a good feeling because there's nothing worse than having to rot in bed all day. No. And it also affects productivity at work Mm -hmm. because if you've been drinking all weekend which again absolutely no shade no tea no shade I feel like I need to say that again then productivity on Monday maybe even leading into Tuesday could be pretty low yeah and then it's like I'm not being the best employee I could be I agree good points so we talked a lot about how drinking makes us feel but what are some alternative activities that people can do instead of drinking? So maybe we start by thinking about how people cannot drink in friendship situations, mm-hmm. like meeting up with friends or hanging out. And then maybe let's look at dating situations next. Yeah. I think when it comes to friends, this could also kind of bleed into the conversation of making sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Agreed. <laughs> because if around the right people, you wouldn't have to even fight it. Exactly. And I think we're both very lucky to have the right people around us for the most part that totally understand or like, oh my gosh, yeah, let's mm-hmm. do something else. Um, I have another friend doing dry January and we were talking about this because we're meeting up with someone next week that we like don't normally hang out with. And the obvious go to is almost always, okay, well, let's just get drinks, you know. But we're both like, okay, well, we we can't. Mm-hmm. We're doing dry January. So I think what we're going to do is like go to like a really fun little restaurant where they have specialty mocktails and bring that into the mix. So that's always fun. And you can also always request a mocktail places. Yes. Um, you can almost always at a nice restaurant say, oh, this cocktail looks great. Can we do it without the alcohol? And usually they'll oblige. Will it still be expensive? Absolutely. But it's more fun and it glamorizes things. And then also, 
I love spending time in the great outdoors and uh, I love going for a really long walk and I really love meeting up with people that I haven't seen in a long time and going for a hot girl walk. Yeah. Taking in the air, catching up with each other. Not only are you getting your steps in, but you're also filling your heart with relationship. Love it. <laughs> LOL. Uh, but they're also, I mean, going to the park and just sitting on a blanket and mm-hmm. having a picnic. I love that. I think it's so much easier in the summer. It is so much easier in the summer. Summertime, I feel like I just live in Sheep's Meadow in Central Park. I love Sheep's Meadow. Because you can just sit there, you can read. Although I know some people like to bring wine and drinks Mm -hmm. there. (laughs) I'm like, seltzers. Like, you can just drink water. Like, I'll bring my big hydro flask and all that a day. Yeah, I also love a movie night. Mm, Yeah. A movie night is so great. little popcorn poppy, like we said earlier. Major Slay, going to the movies. Yeah. Going to the movies is really fun. I'll hang out with Nicole Kidman. Let's hang, let's <laughs> go to the AMC, guys. The theater. It's a wonderful place. I was going to say museums, too. Museums are great. Especially, affordable. like, if you're, in our case, being in New York, like, Abby and I could both go to the museum and pay zero dollars. Right. It's fantastic, and I love it. Yeah. So, there are lots of free things to do. I do agree. Wintertime is a little bit harder than summer. You have to find more indoorsy type stuff to do, but just going to a coffee shop and cozying up or a bookstore. I love love the bookstores. Trinity sent us a, a new book a bar. new book bar. Yeah, we gotta hit that up. Yeah, I love a book bar. I really do. I love getting a nice little coffee and just sitting with my book and being in an environment right. with people that want a shared experience. Yeah, nice, nice and fun. So. I think those are a lot of great examples for friendships. I think most of those can also apply to dating. Yeah. I Dream date, going to the museum. I'm not even kidding. Not at the museum. I want someone to take me to a museum. Because there's never going to be a lack of things to talk about. True. There will always be something in front of you that you can talk about. Two, I like being active on a date. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. I also like seeing someone in an environment where... They're almost kind of forced to show you more of who they are. Very true. Because when you're sitting at a table with someone drinking, we're kind of, I feel like it kind of can sometimes take the conversation in places that it wouldn't go. Agreed. You know? I think, too, I mean, most of the time I feel like guys pick the spot. And where they pick can be a lot of different things meaning like (laughs) (laughs) being like if it's if it's a really loud bar like you barely can even hear each other if you're that's the worst if you've got like a table then there's this weird barrier between you and you're like this is a little strange Mm -hmm. i feel like i need to be a little closer like there's just something about bars that it's so hard to find the right place and normally the right place is very expensive (laughs) or it doesn't work out because they don't take reservations they don't take reservations you're awkwardly walking around the city together trying Trying to to figure figure it out out. which is more fun in the summer but in the winter time is not the move but it can also be awkward because then they're like well do you know anywhere yeah and then if you don't it's like no do you I feel like at least now that I've been here for a while, I can trust my good and handy Google yeah. maps, which if you don't, if, I mean, I guess this is a bit more applicable for someone who lives in a big city, but even regardless of where you live, if you ever pass by a place that you think looks interesting or fun, put go it on the map, 
put it on the map and save it. I have so many folders. I have all things food and drinks. I have coffee, breakfast, brunch. Like I put things in categories. So anytime that I will, I'll be hanging out with people and after dinner, they're like, oh, is there a good bar around here? I'll open up my thing and say, I haven't been there, but this looked really cool when I walked by a few weeks ago. It's good. Good little, little tip. Yeah. But I think it's, it's, it can be really tough, but I think walks or meet like meeting up at the park can be a fun, maybe ice skating. I I went on an ice skating date last year. <laughs> around did? this time last year. Yeah. I would hate it. It I was would awful. Be I'd be pouty and miserable. My legs were hurting so bad. We were both so bad at it. So, and it was just not a fun experience. I wish we had a top golf here. That would be great. Or like they could put it in another borough or New Jersey. I'd They've go. got batting cages. Mm. Uh, axe throwing. Axe throwing. <laughs> I need to get back in back in an axe throwing establishment oh. because when I went for work, I guess that was quite a few months ago now, I low-key slayed. I didn't <laughs> at first. I was really bad at first, but then I got the hang of it and it was so fun and kind of addicting. Oh. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. I don't know if I would enjoy, but I'd give it a shot. Well, they give you games. And so I could imagine mm. if you were to do this in a date environment, it would be fun to kind of see how competitive the other person is, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll i go axe throwing with Add you if you really want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if a man won't take you, I'll take you axe throwing. Okay. Um, but I guess back to the back to the show um we went on an axe throwing tangent but with dry january i think that in general even though this started in 2013 i think our generation really is starting to adopt the idea of not drinking as much mm-hmm. and really being healthier do you feel like there's something that's contributing to that specifically uh tiktok oh. and the media that's so true yeah tiktok's I, the best answer i think that that is point blank the answer because we're seeing all of these people who even though maybe they aren't feeling 100% all the time or they're not necessarily sticking to their health and wellness goals 24-7 boy do they make it seem that way and it looks like they're having such wonderful healthy positive lives Mm -hmm. and who doesn't want that that's true you know I mean that is kind of what influenced me to do 75 hard because I was seeing other people do it and they were saying how great they felt and they looked great they felt great they had productivity levels that were increasing and I wanted that too that's true I wouldn't have done it if it weren't for social media specifically TikTok yeah that makes sense I mean even 12 week year yep the if you didn't listen last week it's the a book I'm reading that is a similar like program that's 12 weeks it popped up on my TikTok feed mm-hmm. and the girl's like I read this book so like this is a you know a, an overview but if you want to get into nitty-gritty buy it and I said sure I'll do it yeah and I would have never discovered it if I wasn't scrolling my for you page which exactly it's interesting that we're trying to break the habits of being on social media but social I mean honestly I would say TikTok is our Google I go to TikTok before I search Google now. Me too. Like I was looking for a new work from home space the other day and I searched coffee shops, laptop, West Village because I really wanted to go downtown. That was the vibe I was looking for. That's what I was feeling on the day. Yeah. And it gave me a whole bunch of coffee shops to try out. And if one of them was full, I would just walk around the corner to the next one that I wrote down because TikTok told me it was 
good and great work environment. Yeah. Google never would have told me that. That's true. Ever. TikTok? She don't know like TikTok. No, <laughs> she she don't have the same algorithm. Nothing can compare. Nothing can compare. I think for me, I agree with you that social media does influence the way I see health and wellness. Um, I think influencer culture is like a tricky spot mm-hmm. that they do live this very come with me to work out my skincare routine. I'm eating perfect. And it can in some ways. I mean, not for me, because, you know, I love influencer culture. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm deep into it. Like, I'm deep into me pageants. Uh, we keep up with them girls. Yeah. <laughs> like, left her. I'm like, she we walked know, outside. We know everything about their lives. <laughs> um, but I, I do think that there are a lot of people who have negative feelings towards influencer culture. Sure. And, um, I, and it's understandable. I think, for me, documentaries. Mm-hmm. Is what really shakes me up in podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, like specifically Skinny Confidential with Lauren Bosnick and her husband. I love Skinny Confidential. Him and her. They have the best specialists come in about what you're eating, your confidence, your brain health. And I listen to that stuff nonstop. And even though I know I won't be able to ever apply everything that the professionals give us, it constantly is keeping me top of mind how important it is for me to be thinking about everything about keeping my phone next to my face at night <laughs> and to how to properly clean your face and your body to what you're consuming, what you're mm-hmm. eating, what you're drinking. So I think because I'm someone that seeks out knowledge a lot, I would if I did not take the advice I was hearing, I wouldn't like I'd be scared. I don't know. It just it's kind of hard to continue negative habits when you have such access to information. I 100% agree with that. Definitely. I, and I think that's why, to a point we were talking about earlier off the pod, why we live such different lives than the lives that our parents were living at our age. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have the access to all this media and all these resources. And to another point that you made earlier, our food is so much more processed and way less healthy for us than it ever has been. So we have to be more conscious about how we're treating our bodies and what we're putting into our bodies. So true. I mean, I take for granted the fact that my grandparents had a garden when I was growing up. And so I had formed a table, mm-hmm. essentially. And all my meat came from local butchers. And, yeah. and so everything I was having was very organic, very healthy. If I wanted a tomato, it was coming out of my granddad's garden, mm-hmm. right? And to see now, like, I don't even know where my fish or my chicken's coming from or where the egg was laid or what free range is. <laughs> and I'm, I feel like 2024 is going to be me figuring out where's the free range. Let me see. Where is the, where is the range, range and in what way where is, is my free? free range eggs? Um, but I think it's it's such a thing we take for granted, but also generations older than us. It almost feels like they look at us like, oh, my God, they're so woke. They care so much about all these little things like we are just trying to provide them food and keep them alive and do our best. And I'm like, I think a part of society progressing is that doing our best is changing Mm -hmm. that just because it's something we can get at the grocery store doesn't mean we should be consuming it or we shouldn't be consuming that fast food. Definitely. Without knowing where it's coming from and how it's being cooked. So I also think everything in moderation too, Mm -hmm. which applies to alcohol as well. Very true. Which I think is a, good way to kind of start to wrap yeah this is a really fun one and very interesting one 
gets me excited to go home and make my mocktail with my dinner tonight. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has seen the Sleepy Girl mocktail all over TikTok. I have it. You have it? Give it's a little brief. Uh, tart cherry juice, magnesium, and uh, any sort of carbonated water, poppy, whatever you want to put on top of it. Uh, about like an hour before you go to sleep and you're supposedly have supposed to have the best sleep of your life it also apparently wow. is supposed to taste fantastic and so i've been on the search for tart cherry juice but it seems every girly in manhattan is also on the search for tart cherry juice so i haven't been able to find it but amazon i don't really want to order it on amazon i don't know like i one because i'm just finding expensive things that i know trader joe's has it and is the most economical option True. what if i don't like it and then I just got this tart cherry juice sitting around. You give it to me. I'll drink it. Okay. <laughs> That's always an option. But anyways, I'm excited to go home and make my cock... Not my cocktail. My mocktail. Mocktail. And uh, live a healthy life. Live a healthy at least 75 days. Yes. <laughs> and I guess too on my end... I, I want to emphasize one more time because we've emphasized it multiple times. This is not us saying don't drink. No, because you'll probably you'll see me in like 68 <laughs> days having a martini. Yeah. I'm like, we're the ones who promote happy hours <laughs> during the summer. <laughs> yeah, we love a happy hour. So there's there's nothing wrong with drinking. And especially if it's like a cultural or family thing. Like I know lots of people who drink traditionally drink you know wine with their dinner with their family i think about like my friend manuela they drink a lot of wine in their culture um but it's it's not a saying don't drink but this is an overall message just to be more conscious about what you're consuming and saying no to things like drinking and not letting other people sway your opinion if you want to say no be firm in it and if people are challenging you on that, then maybe you need to reevaluate the people that are around you. Yeah. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. So, yeah, Abby and I are really excited to continue to bring you guys more exciting niche content in the new year. This is us trying out something a little bit different. I had fun with it. And as always, remember, like, share, subscribe, comment all the thing dm us if you have any ideas or if this resonated with you at all we'd love to hear any feedback you have and please if not we'll see you next thursday see you next thursday bye bye <laughs>